Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to living your juiciest life ever. Thank you for showing up on today's show. This is the podcast where we have amazing conversations with men and women that are coming from a place perhaps of self-loathing to self-love, self-less to self-full, living someone else's dream to then stepping into who it is that they've truly been created to be, owning their voice, claiming joy, and stepping into that juicy life. And today I have the honor and pleasure of welcoming Miss Paiming Sun. Did I pronounce your name correctly? Yes, exactly. Thank you. Thank you, Kate. Beautiful. Now, this is really cool because Pai Ming is originally from Taiwan. She became a U.S. citizen in 2001. She has a master's degree in molecular biology and microbiology. And she worked as a scientist for many years. In addition to being a scientist, she has also earned the DTM award in 2020, which is, is, is a distinguished international Toastmasters recognition. And if you know Toastmasters, you know that's a big deal. She's authored two best-selling anthology books and became a Tiny Habits certified coach specializing in healthy aging. And she did all of that in 2021. And we want to find out more about that. Now, Pai Ming, or I'm going to call her Sunny, (laughs) is known for her amazing disposition and perspective on life. She is a DNA life strategist for your happy midlife. What she does is she helps people over the age of 40 ditch self-sabotaging and defeating behaviors and to activate their innate wisdom for healthy aging. Who doesn't want that? (laughs) She works both in English and in Mandarin Chinese. Now, Sunny is a stunning example of her own work. She's experienced an amazing midlife transformation where she has effortlessly released 35 pounds, become younger in her looks, and has experienced significant spiritual growth and turned her negativity into sustainable positivity. And we definitely want to touch on that and boosted her energy, creativity, and all of that with ease. Who doesn't want to know more about that? (laughs) Now, Sunny actually offers various coaching programs. And as I mentioned, in both Mandarin, Chinese, and English. So she's definitely, we're going to have all of her contact information Uh, within the podcasting information and you will find her and she's also got some special things going on she has so much that's happening in her life and she says every three months she needs to update her bio so (laughs) join me (laughs) in welcoming sunny Wow, Kate. Wow. I feel like I'm like a floating in the sky, you know, sweet mouth here, sweet mouth there. <laughs> but I'm so happy to be here to share what I learned because that everybody has different journey. And uh, to grow me a lot recently is just listen to other people's stories, right? And it's just like, oh, I feel that exactly. So we resonate about their story. 
So I'm really hoping I got something to share and that actually ticker your mind say, hey, why not me, right? Absolutely. They can definitely support one another, the journey, because we all deserve, we have all the miracle inside of us. You know, we are all angels to somewhere coming from. So that's, I think, I thank Kate to put this platform together. We can all have more juice come out of our life together. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And people supporting people in all of that. As we grow our self-love, we will change the world. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Fun inner, everybody become love themselves the best, the best love at all. Mm-hmm. Then everything can shift. So mm-hmm. Sunny, can you share with us um, kind of, you know, I mean, here you are in this wonderful place and you've transformed your own life. Can you give us a little bit of a, a look into where is it that you were before you took this on for yourself, what was it that was going on in your life and, and uh, in your family? And maybe you could share some of that. Sure, sure. Thank Kate. I, we all have a backstory, right? We all have something we need to go through and learn from it. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's the past 30 years. Whoa, 30 years. <laughs> no, oh gosh. So every 10 years, I would think about, I actually changed my identities. Um, so the first 10 years, you know, I'm coming here as an immigrant and learn my, my degrees in science and become a mother and also um, go through a lot of different change. Like I actually married, but then divorced and I go to uh, work in a corporate America, then I quit. And I have so many business in between. Um, I don't want to go through all the detail, but what I find out, the reason I really flow and it's just like look for the next is I don't really understand myself and mm. I don't really love myself enough say I have enough. So I always think, oh, doing that might be fun. So I just do all the thing to do it, right? Then in the end, I say, wait a minute, I feel stuck. So let's ditch it. <laughs> and do it again. So I think for the journey, I finally realized in 2020, mm-hmm. when I closed my restaurant business, that's my last one before I become online. And um, I still try to close my food truck business. I'm trying to sell the trailer. I'm not running it, but I need to close a business to sell the trailers. And in that moment in the restaurant, I clean all this greasy and dirty. I'm left alone and everybody laughed. And I just like, is that the reason I'm here? Got my master's degree in science. Spent all my money and my parents' money to come to a foreign country and become bilingual. And I just need down there to clean the grease trap. Is that my goal? And I start laughing. I don't know why. I just think that's such a such a humorous story and movie, you know? <laughs> so I just laugh, laugh, laugh. And then I say, wait a minute, you know, if I can just let it go, now, what else I can do? I have all the options, right? I can do, but in that time, I think I need to go spend time to discover myself, what I'm here for, what is my special gifts, right? Or what the lesson I learned from all this insecurity and chasing for shiny object will teach me. So maybe that is the answer. <laughs> I still in the journey, but I, I amaze about what thing I find out through that 30 years journey. Every 10 years, I find something I learn. 
And every 10 years, I believe I'm getting close to discover who I am. Mm. So then you went on this journey to discover who you were and what your special gifts were. When was it that you were suffering the negative running on in your mind? As you went, you said you went from kind of a dark mindset, right? A very frustrated and, and drained and, you know, so when, when did you begin to go, I, I really need to shift this? Well, I think still the responsibility as a single mom for more than 20 some years. And I also has um, one special needs son, he's grown, but he has a condition uh, is terminal. Hmm. And I know my older son already uh, graduated from college and work and all that. I don't need to worry about him, but still maybe he still need guidance. But my second son is really just the end of his life. And I feel if I cannot really have happy life, you know, or good health to be around here, he might feel because him, I got suffered. Now, I don't want anybody in the end of their life thinking they are the reason to cause other people suffers. Now, I think that is the wake up moment, regardless who I found who I am, right? If I'm just deserved to, to do washing dishes in the kitchen, I take that role because I 100% responsible mm-hmm. for what I want to do. If I come out here just to go through experience all that, and I honor that. So at that point, I think I start to feel free. Oh. You know, once you don't have this burden, it's like, oh, I want to poof, you know, I want to save. <laughs> It want to, you know, com- you know, compete with other, you know, I like eh, it's just be myself. And if I'm happy from the inner, that's a sustainable positivity, right? Then people around us can feel that and they can relax themselves too. And I do find that's the, the past two years, my younger son, he, he got much better in his mindset. He's usually to be like very isolated, you know, but now he's joking and talking. And so I mean, yeah, that is definitely the life change point for me. So you had a big um, impact by changing your own mindset mm-hmm. and becoming more sustainably positive. Yeah. And he began to blossom. Yeah. Even now we're still talking about, you know, the last breath, but we feel peaceful about that. You know, he's, he's, he he's ready, he's ready. He's not fighting against it. He just want to peacefully experience it. So I think that really when people can face that moment, that peacefully, I think that is, that's something I can learn from, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so you have an idea of how long he's going to be? I don't know. You know, he's in the late stage, um, he? but he's actually outlived because all the people has the same condition, couldn't live more than 20. Wow. And he's 25. Yeah. And, and he's uh, still, and he's got joy and he has peace. Yeah. He's still, you know, defeating the game, <laughs> doing that. Uh, even the doctor, I think the last time we went to the heart doctor, um, he look at his age and look at the data. He just cannot believe himself. He said he is the first patient in the past 50 years and practice 
in his age still has intact, healthy heart. That's amazing. That's I think well he is a miracle and I'm just come with a miracle. Ah you know, uh, well, <laughs> and the and the he's definitely a miracle, and the um, positivity, mm-hmm. right that you have shared together. I mean, those things have such a big impact. If we're constantly thinking about what we can't do, mm-hmm. yep. Or what, where, what the position is that we are in, and that death is death is imminent for all of us. It's yeah. just we don't know when. Mm-hmm. And I think actually we are. I, I I don't say we are lucky, but we got the opportunity to focus on abilities, not the disability. Because through his progress about his muscle problem and. Every three, four months is different. Like when he was younger, like we do so many surgeries and do a lot of physical therapy and um, a lot of drops because he just changed at school. People think, well, you can do it last month, but not now. And then he fell, right? But anything like that, we start to know, well, we cannot really angry about something we don't have anymore. The moments we can really feel we are present and appreciate, focus on abilities and just change, adapt and flow with it. I think that's the things I learned a lot because, you know, I have to deal with it in daily basis. (laughs) So I think, you know, because I got like actual doses of this uh, responsibility and opportunity, I have to be adaptable. So that have become easy to adapt to anything. I think that that's really, that's probably because of your perspective about it, it served you extremely well in the creation of the business that you're doing now. Well, that's how this every three months I'm going to change my bio since come from. <laughs> I've learned to stretch a little further. I've become more adaptable. <laughs> Because <laughs> I that is something I need to be grounded. It's like, you know, um, I don't know, you know, the you know, a lot of the the characteristic archetype and something like that. In ancient wisdom, we have like five archetypes, like the fire, woods, and all that. Mm-hmm. Yes, I I'm do the fire. So the fire is really easy to be distracted, and we have tons of energy. And how sometimes we, we burn through it. Um, so I need to <laughs> make sure I dim down my file and it's just still cooking, but not. You know, so you don't I, burn out. Yes. Or burn somebody along with me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. I'm metal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Metal yeah. rat. <laughs> but you are very logical, step-by-step organized. Mm, that oh, is the best I don't know about that. <laughs> I like to be in a state of flow there. I do have a sense of organization, but ah, no, not heavily detail oriented. Don't give me the details. Just give me the bottom line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny though. Cause there's to some parts of life, how it seems to, and I'm sure in yours, how it seems to apply and in other, in other areas, it doesn't. Because we have mastery in some areas and we don't have mastery in others. Yeah. And I also learned that since we master, sometimes become a blockage itself. Because we think we already 
that we're done. We had skills, then we couldn't get better. So we kind of hold on that skill we have, you know? So it, it is paradoxical. <laughs> That's a very, very good point. What did you say? That is very, what? What's paradoxical. the word? Paradoxical. Mm-hmm. Can you expand on that a little bit? Well, like, because I come in from the East. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I heard a term like last is more. You know, and abundance deficient. So, for example, if we think we eat a lot of food, we should have more energy. Have you tried to eat a big meal if you're like energetic, you want to do things? Is that paradoxical? Is that yeah. Abundant food, but you actually deficient your energy. Mm-hmm. But that's how we build. Actually, we are all paradoxical. Like we actually has the opposite pairing everywhere. Everything we do. That is, that is the world we live in. If we can see this, then we can flow. Like, okay, you know, don't force to be extreme productive. We need to have a break. Then the next thing you can shift. Just like Kung Fu, you know, when they are trying to hit the punch, they actually relax and punch, right? <laughs> so that's a paradoxical. That's the energy and all the things I'm actually sharing my clients. That's very beautiful. And it's and definitely very true. Um, and thinking more from an Eastern philosophy would definitely bring us more flow. I'm a shiatsu, I studied shiatsu and Chinese oh, cool. medicine. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I have an, a, a natural understanding. When I was learning it, it seemed to make so much sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I do actually... Now remember that and what you just said, I think is a very key thing uh, for the listeners today that to remember that less is sometimes more, more is sometimes less. (laughs) And as opposed to just pushing through something, sometimes we need to just sit before we move. I like the Kung Fu movie that you did just a minute ago. (laughs) Now, is that something else that you learned to do? Well, I think actually I downloaded in the childhood, to be honest. It's just coming out now at my 50. And uh, I observed when my parents moved from China to Taiwan, they lose everything, their relatives and and lands and money because they cannot carry, they just have to escape. So they are like a, bunch, a lot of people like that, right? So they are living in the village type of thing. Government did give them a place to stay in that. So they are really grateful. But when the young kids, you know, look around, we are all don't have a lot of things. You know, we live in, in the village, but everybody's happy because they are happy to still be alive. And, um, and a lot of people, they don't have chance to go continue to go to school or something, but they just kind of observe the older people in the village. Maybe they do some Tai Chi or they do some cooking or, or have some skill to make some dumplings so they can sell them in the streets. So they all kind of collaborate in that level. And as a young kids, it's a fun thing for the kids. You know, we can just go around all the village people. They don't really close their door. They work on anybody, you know, to come in to share and that. So as a kids, we just move like a group 
then if that is the time to eat, we just then they they feed us. You know, they just oh, I come in, and come in and eat. So then we gotta eat all different kind of foods. So I really fascinated about different foods and stuff. I think that's because we got taste, and we have this openness. We have this sharing, you know, and they are happy. So I have this mindset about. When people say get more to be happy, I have totally opposite view because there's not, <laughs> they don't have anything, but everybody's so happy and helping and you know, supportive. And sometimes a gossiping too, but like, we need that gossiping when you're in the dark. You know, so the woman get together to cling at the food or something, they're gossiping about their kids, their husband. But in the end of the day, they are happy now because everything's out. They don't keep that negativity in that in mind. That's they a really good perspective more. on gossip. Yeah. <laughs> That's a really good perspective on gossip. So yeah. gossip with intention. Mm-hmm. Just to get it out, you know, not hurting anybody. Just venting. That's yes. it. Just venting. That's yeah. beautiful. Vent, get it out, carry on, be happy. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you actually have uh, an Amazon bestseller, an anthology, and uh, you actually shared, uh, it's defined by the moment of your spiritual shift. Mm-hmm. So can you touch on that some? That would be lovely. Yeah, actually, I, I shared in the beginning, I say I'm like in the, the restaurant, the late of the night, right, cleaning and stuff. That that is described that moment. I start laughing at myself. You know, all oh, the thirty years, what is this for, right? Um, and I think if I if I can find a scientist and working in the restaurant and and become cleaning ladies, and you know, I can be a cleaning lady, go back to whatever I want, right? <laughs> So I think that moment is for, for me to feel like it's my choice. It's if I aware what I want to become from the next the intention. And once I know my gifts, my um, supposed to flow is a life in, in that moments, I think I have a choice that I, I don't call it enlightening moments, but at least I've become fully aware I can make a choice. It's my choice when I'm aware of my intention. Oh, I that, love that. <laughs> you said that. I'm just, I just kind of condensed it a little bit. That's all. It's beautiful. And that's such, that's very key. So when you had that moment on your knees, cleaning the grease, and you decided that it was time for you to get to know yourself, Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned that there was a couple of books that were impactful to you. And one of my favorite authors, Eckhart Tolle, and um, The Power of Now and The New Earth. Mm-hmm. So what? Uh, so tell us a little bit about your experience and, and how it opened your eyes to that unlimited possibility. Yes, yes. Well, I mean, I'm I share about some kind of childhood download and become awakening. Um, I think it's because that book too. I mean, it just, when I read it, it just all my realization about my culture, you know, how, how this limitless possibility and also the energies and also we have the way to influence people environment around us because we set an intention, right? We want to make this place a better place. And he also mentioned about 
I think I remember one night I'm like getting late. I'm supposed to sleep, but I say I need to just read two paragraphs of Aquatoli's book. And I don't, I don't remember which page. I just read it, um, and he just say, um, "We never lost anybody. Like uh, energy never lost, and that including the death." Then I just like, "Wow, that means I'm never gonna lose my son." You know. So in that moment, I had even free about worry about I'm going to lose him because we are going to be connected in some way. Maybe we don't know how to, <laughs> but there, you know, we are not gone, gone. We just shift, right? So I think that is really when I start to have this realization about everything he said in the book and also has the the modern science into it too. So I start to dig about quantum physics and all the <laughs> things. I say, well, they all talk about the same thing. So I have my evidence. See, I like to collect evidence as scientists, right? <laughs> so I know, whoa, I put those things together. So yeah, so I start to have my perspective. You know, that's not the truth. It's truth to me. It's perspective. Like, I, my perspective shift to the way I agree about people talking about we're never gone, we just shift. Or, you know, we might have different multiple dimensions. A lot of scientists doing that now. It's very interesting, isn't it? Yeah, so I think like, you know, I don't really like, totally have a face in one thing, but I have face about our ability to believe. When we believe something, your evidence starts showing up, right? Well, yeah, it's one part of our brain has a belief and another part of our brain goes to prove that we're right. <laughs> <laughs> and so as a scientist, I got really, really strong lab brain. So now I finally let go, let go, let go. Now I'm hoping I'm like almost close to the middle, but I'm still working progress. So <laughs> aren't we all? The show is not over. <laughs> <laughs> and so energy doesn't die. It only changes. I'm a big believer in that too. And so uh, in all of that and the realm of possibility, mm -hmm. yeah. um, adding in the quantum physics and the confirmation and the multiple dimensions that we're now, now, now science has the ability to measure and see these things. And even when I was a little girl, I used to say, when science can catch up to what we know spiritually, <laughs> we will begin to speak the same language. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I cannot agree more. You know, the other day, I'm just looking for some quotation. I, Einstein, the one pop out, they say, um, all religious arts, science are the same root of the tree. Same tree of the root, same root, same of, tree, of the same tree. Yeah, it's upon the same tree or something like that. I'm oh, like, cool. Well, yeah, he know that like, early 20th century. You know? <laughs> he already see that point, and we are still kind of. Uh, uh, we will get there. <laughs> yeah, it's our resistance that we need to work on, right? <laughs> Let go, let go, make more space, make more space. <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. So what is, um, what do you see 
I mean, now you've, you know, as you're evolving every three months, <laughs> you must have a multiple layered vision of what it is that is to come. So what's the next level of juicy for you? What, what would you like to share about that? Sure. Um, I started to, you know, just like Casey, bridge the spiritual and the science, because I think in my perspective, I can get the bridge done. And so what I did in the past three months, so I gained into a system called human design. And in the human design, there is a part of a really just caught my eyes called gene keys. So the gene keys is actually 64 of different numbers. You were saying like, what's the number going to do with it? Then I also find out that ancient I Ching, you know, that's best 5,000 years ago, has that 64 living um, different um, variation about combination. And gene keys exactly actually merge both and using um, his, Richard Rod his perspective to share our life journey. So he has all this, um, you know, kind of like tree of a life thing. And you got a little spear with a number <laughs> and follow around with things. Um, so I, I was so intrigued by that. So I spent some time to study and um, contemplate. That's how he always say, let's contemplate. <laughs> so when I do contemplation and oh gosh, all my life start flowing. Like I can just see the reason why I need to do this, why I have to raise a son like that, why I have to come to the West, why I need to do what I need to do. See, wow. so that is just like, oh, I finally get close to that, you know, because that the grease trap thing, I want to find out who I am, right? And I think I'm almost got an answer now. So I'm just so exciting to the maybe just move with it because I feel so peace when I see this itching thing you know gene keys by the way gene key is using the DNA the DNA uh, energy thing so I'm medical biologist and um, and also they use a lot of the sun you know sun and earth all the uh, star things and I know I'm the sun person. I'm number three person. And I'm last night sun. Now I call myself Sunny. It's like, whoa, like, you know, it's just matched it's, perfectly, right? It's just kind of fitting into all the little keyholes. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's why I said, whoa, maybe I finally get, that's how I've become so happy in the past one year or so. Cause like everything in the little pieces join to show me the per the, the, the past or uh, the purpose um then of course i need to implement it that's mm -hmm. how i become a tiny happy coach because i think i need to make it become consistently happening in my time so i don't let it go again you know 20 years ago i do have a moment i think i kind of know what i but then, then it's gone i have all this uh, negativity try to taste me again right so this time i'm hold it <laughs> I want to be everyday thing. So, so, so tell me a little bit about the whole tiny habit coach thing. I was very curious about that. Sure. Um, people were saying, what's a tiny habit, right? Um, the tiny habit method actually is based on a uh, Stanford University professor, Dr. BJ Fogg. And uh, he put 20 plus year research data put all together. And he practiced himself and realized actually a lot of time we cannot have a healthy habit to stick to us 
is the design, is the emotions not associated with the right? We have too much resistance to change. Mm -hmm. So when you don't want to change, you all of a sudden you want to do big behavior. It's, it's not going to work. So you, we need to go into the core to understand we can do it and we want to do it. You, we choose to do it. Again, the choice needs to come in first. So then you just do a little behavior, which you mean like two minutes or less, particularly boost your self-belief system. So for example, a very easy, tiny habit I do daily now is when I, after I open my eyes in the morning, mm -hmm. I tell myself peace. Then I smile. That's the tiny habit. The impact about that is I set intention. Like in the morning, I open my eyes. This is a brand new day. And I say peace is not only just the emotion. Peace is the five different words I talk to myself. It's oh. a perspective. I need to keep my perspective neutral. And energy, I need to flow with my energy, honor my body. My body needs sleep, my body needs a break, honor that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the A is the action, uh, eliminate the reaction as much as possible. Just take action, right? And see the clarity, like what I'm here today for. Then the E is just have fun, enjoy every moment, celebrate. Because the tiny habit is really different than other behavior is their celebration pieces. We need to celebrate everything, the small wins. If you get something, you know, like brush one twos or um, jumping up for two minutes and that is worth our celebration. You don't need to wait until you get a degree or you win a lottery or you have 10 clients. You just celebrate the little things throughout the day. So you have all the dopamine boost all the time, right? So that's mm. back to the science again. So you're all like that. So then you never drain your dopamine level in your body. You always keep there or more. So that's how I become very sustainable, positive, positive all the time. And it's just because that not only one tiny habit I have, you know, throughout the day. So in any moments in my routine, if I need some break to boost up either the energy or happiness, mood or attention or relaxations, I just build up around my day. Then that's a tiny happy magic. That's beautiful. And so um, have you written a book on that? The tiny habit? Yeah. Yeah. No, this... that, that's, that's that one. So that's the tiny habit book. So that gives you sort of the, the, the um the directions and so on yeah. yeah and i i i also because i realized i need to have a better habits everybody has a lot of habits but not necessarily good for us anymore right no <laughs> <laughs> so i want to learn how to build a good one and keep so i read a lot of habit books like atami habits by james clear and I have um, the, I think they're called the, the Habit by Charles, um, I don't, some, his last name, I don't know how to say it. But anyway, I just become like, you know, 
the the habit collector <laughs> try to figure out how people do it you know what is any formula but tiny habit really give you the step-by-step -step scientific you know so that's how i can help people you know just ditch all this habit design myth and there is the protocol based on 20 plus years scientific study right and uh is it's not mess anymore. It's just how we don't understand our mind, the dopamines, or, or um, we, we need the juice. We need yeah, the juice. Exactly. I and drink a lot juice. of water. Yeah, you don't have a conductivity. You cannot really move everything. <laughs> so we need the juice. I love that. So um, the tiny habits, the celebrations on the small wins in keeping the flow of dopamine going, which helps us to stay in mm -hmm. some kind of action. And it, and yeah. it makes us feel really good. Like we have been rewarded and we're going right. to put the link to that, uh, that book as well. And I know that you sent that to me, so that's going to be really good. So can you buy that book on Amazon as well? Yeah, yeah, he got audio book. He has um, the paper book, and I'm and I'm not sure you're in the clubhouse. He has a tiny habit club in clubhouse, and we okay. offer book reading. Yeah. And I'm one of the leaders, so we always offer some. See, I thought I'm sorry. I I actually I I'm I'm just going to correct this for the listeners. When I asked if you had written a book as a result of what it is that you learned from his book, and I was thinking to myself because of your additional perspective that you could write something really amazing. <laughs> well, it, that is, that is work in progress too. <laughs> See, there you go. All right. So we're going to say there's a book coming. How about that? Another book yeah. on tiny habits, but coming from uh, an East West perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, gene keys, maybe too. You know, that is really the ancient wisdom. I, I, I don't want to just don't credit that because everything led me to feel like really I need to do is combine it all. Like I love it. Well, yeah, that's kind of what we do, right? There's all of these different pieces and then it's each person creates their own sort of um, collaborative piece and creates something that can accelerate our change or create more ease in our shift or, you know, to be another blessing, create another, you know, another path. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's but, what I, I believe everybody's sent here to do. We are have all the juices inside of us, right? <laughs> Until we got the right switch, then we start sharing and everybody can drink, you know, all this amazing juice we created to the world. So, I mean, that's why I believe I'm, I need to be switched and then until <laughs> I can have something flow out. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's fabulous. So you wrote something as far as I know failure is, I mean, it's a universal word, but we often choose different words as opposed to using the word failure. But could you share a story of a frustration, a challenge, a learning that you, and what you chose to learn from it. Yeah, I think I have so many choice. I can just choose anyone popping right now. Um, maybe the failure to um, 
Mm-hmm. Why I don't have anything popping? In? I have. I have. What What you shared with me was my belief that I need to be the first and do it all. Uh, this looks. Yeah, this yeah, sounds yeah. like a. That is, that is very vague, but that's that actually is my one of my shadow because the gene keys actually work on your shadow and lights. Like shadow happens only when light exists, right? So we usually facing the shadows. Time just like you share in the before I we always find something we're not good enough. So that's our shadow. But we actually have a very good thing in order for us to see the shadow. So my thing is I grow up in, like I talk about my parents, they lose everything. So, and we are in the the Asian community, they really just want their kids to be the best. You know, they can, they can see if they are not the good school, then really they don't really have anything to support us, right? They don't have a man, they don't have money. So we were thinking about, we need to do the best we can. And I think I'm lucky I, I, I can study, but because that expectation from my parents and I feel like I cannot really lose, you know, bring shame to them. So I always just try to do my best. I think about how much the waste I'm done. I cannot be the best for everything. Then if I don't focus, that's how I become like, ah, yeah, I can do that. I can do that. <laughs> and I waste a lot of energy just to prove or just to feel like I can bring honor back to my family. Mm-hmm. And I think that I don't call it a failure, but Stephanie is a shadow because, you know, if I know what I'm going to do, if I, I, I cannot do painting, then why bother to be the best in painting? Mm-hmm. Right? If I don't really love math, why I want to put people, you know, I'm the best in math. Like I study hard and stay up late and torture my body. Don't, don't love myself. <laughs> what is the point, right? So I think that is, I think that I can call it a failure, but I think right now is we all need to learn from the failure and burn it out or, feel tired or get sick or, you know, we, we do too much and still not winning. And that actually is a good lesson learned. We can start to focus on something we can actually bring out the best. Mm-hmm. Not maybe anybody else not ready to do it, but we are ready to do it, right? So that is the failure, I think, is definitely my friends because I want to... S- all the data is all collected. I said, hey, actually, I, I shouldn't be the fast first, right? And I'm like, still fighting for that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think being the second actually the best because you always somebody best, like better than you. So you, And that's okay. Right. You strive There's, to be best for yourself, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. And what, is, what do they say? They say there is no shortage of genius in the world. And it isn't genius that even finishes the race it's what joy (laughs) what joy are you able to live in doing what it is that you do choosing that as opposed to choosing everything else that you think maybe would be better as opposed to what it is that brings you joy yeah yeah, I, yeah. In the end, it's really the the joy is matter, right? If you yeah. suffer, suffer, and you look back and say, "I don't even remember what fun I used to have," right? 
So I think for me, it's like I through the 30 years journey, you know, get all this up and down. I'm, I don't even up. It's just all down, right? Doing this. Then, um, then it become a game. I, I just kind of curious about if I just let it go and, and if I become lighter, maybe what can finally start to float. But it's still up to me what I want to do and put pieces together, right? So you said, the more I can let go, maybe I can become lighter and I can float. I love it. Yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> so letting go has all kinds of value. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just not easy. Like I have so many things and, and the memory or the negativity still there some of those but since I can let go some now I know how to let go more it's just maybe the beginning they might need somebody to show them how and feel comfortable they can do it um, again that is a tiny habit we can definitely help people with that little baby steps and, and you can feel that it's totally different love it are you doing any um any group classes or do you specifically work mostly one-on-one? I have this called four-week cohort. So it's kind of hybrid. I do one-on-one meeting so I can set the goal with them and, and make sure they are follow all the coaches, uh, the coachings. Then I have courses they can just um, go in and study. Then we have a group um, section to talk about habit design and everybody has can share their, their wins. <laughs> so you kind of boost that and the contemplation, well, yeah, that is definitely needed. So I would say, yes, I do have this uh, hybrid program. We can have a personalized plan, but also can be influenced by this collective energy. So then we can all transform together. Awesome. Well, we are going to share all of that. I'm going to make sure I have all of um, I think there's a, probably a couple more pieces I'm going to add to your, to your list of, of wonderful things to share. And I want to thank you so much, Sunny, for being here and uh, taking time out of your busy day and bringing that beautiful energy and all of what you have created that is just wonderful to bring to the world. And I just want to do a quick recap. Uh, something that you said quite a few times is contemplation. Mm -hmm. contemplation in your life where is it that you want to go intention and a state of allowing that flow state a state of allowing in all of that and your daily habit of waking up and you chose peace um, as your acronym and so people can create their own space but before jumping out of bed or before picking up the phone and having a look or anything else is to stop, open your eyes, to stop, to breathe and to be in that space of, for you, the word is peace. And I love the acronyms, the, the choices. I couldn't keep up with writing what they all were, but I definitely want a copy of that. <laughs> yeah, and thank yeah, you yeah. so much listeners for being here as well. And uh, I hope you got lots of juicy stuff. I took notes and I hope you had a pen. And if you didn't, you can always listen again and take some notes because she loved Sunny dropped some amazing, uh, beautiful thoughts and ideas that are definitely useful to take into your life that could inspire you and move you forward. 
And remember this, you are a miracle. Have an amazing day and we'll see you next time.